you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the friend zone. Jaden, are you smart? Yes. What country do we live in? The hood. The hood? Yes. Okay, good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> I mean. Now y'all know. Now y'all know. You know damn well when you heard that anybody that saw the latest episode of um, the preschoolers uh, being asked the questions by Lauren Hines, then you know damn well I was going to add that to the top of the show. Clip of the week. Material it was. <laughs> they asked Jaden, Jaden, are you smart? Yep. What country do we live in? The hood. And when I tell you <laughs> it resonated, it lived in me. <laughs> I'm telling you, as soon as he said that, I just felt so connected, and he was so confident when he said it. He told and no it was lies. so poignant, timeless, truthful. He's a truth teller. Mm. The little boy, the, he's a child. It's a child. It's a child. It's a child. Okay? And he told him the truth like that. Out of Wise the mouths of babes. Head. Right. Out of the mouths of babes <laughs> comes the wisdom of God. Now, that ain't even no scripture. I just made that part up. <laughs> but anyway, this hashtag this week is the hood, because you know I love the hood. You know, so I guess, does that mean I'm a patriot? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, welcome oh to the Friend Zone, God. your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain or to be a patriot? Hey, friend, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys today? Everybody looks refreshed. How are your weekends? Good. I had sex. Oh, you see how I felt it? No, I'm just playing. I just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Mind mean, you, I'm just talking shit. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. I said, everybody look good, you know? It was a good weekend. Everybody friend. Good. Good. Everybody, everybody good looked weekend. supple and dewy and rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all look like we, we didn't had a little bit of our own embodiments going on, okay? <laughs> all right, friend? Wow. I didn't mention the embodiment I- room, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, with that being uh-huh. said, Asante, you have this week's black business for us, don't you? <laughs> I do, and it's it's very funny that Dustin mentioned embodiment. But um, I want to mm. give a, a quick shout out to Monique here, uh, Monique, and uh, not my sister, but Mo- my sister's name is Monique. So you know, when she emailed me, oh, I was like, hey. "Okay, what's up, Monique?" But okay, email, Monique. Uh, but email, Monique has a black business, and it's herbs. 
Friend, I don't know if you remember a long time ago when you talked about herbs on here. I was asking you, I was like, can I smoke herbs? Is herbs something to smoke? And you was like, you know, I don't know. Because, you know, once things get lit, you know, I don't know. So right. Monique, she, she sent me herbs and literally just herbs. This is not, you know, marijuana, but you can mix them if you want to blend them. Because I was feeling like Amsterdam and it took me back. Oh, actually, let me show the people, you know, the Patreon people. <clears throat> But uh, she has some herbs that she has called from EHM. Oh, that's cute. They are, that means cute. They're really <laughs> fragrant, okay? Really nice blend. But for those of you interested in herbs to either enhance your medicinal uh, experience or just mm. something to smoke, you know, if you miss smoking on some, like, diamonds back in the day or something like that, they are cur- curated, beautiful, and, and fine and delicious and I actually have a couple rolled now. I don't know if you can see this little purple flower in this blend here. You can't see. Oh, there it is. You see that? Oh, yeah. yeah in so, the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Yeah, so, Color you know, purp. While we smoke, is that purple shit? That's yeah. that Jeezy. I love it. I told it. you so that's what Jade does. She puts chamomile. Yeah, Jade purp. always be rolling up her herbs. Yep. She always puts chamomile Yeah, she put lavender. lavender. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she has those in her the blend. Her breath smells so good after she smoked that day. She put that <laughs> lavender in her blood. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl, talk to me, girl. There's Lavender raspberry smelling in here, peppermint, ginkgo, hyssop, ginkgo, lotus, blue lotus, mm-hmm. a, a lot of rose, red, rosebud. Yeah, I did see the roses. Those were really cute, the little, little buds in there That's and the flowers. Cute. So beautiful blends. If you're interested in checking them out, she actually it just sold out. And then I emailed her and I was like, girl, what are you doing? And she said, well, you know, I actually just restocked. So that's Boom. what I'm talking about when Come I love hitting up a black business. business. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, go check out the store. If it's not showing up restocked, hit refresh because it should be restocked by the time you're listening. If you want to hit up the store directly, it's shop.ehm.com. Or if you want to check it out on Instagram, it's at shop.ehm. And tell Monique that, you know, Asante and the friend zone sent you. You know what I'm saying? People are loving the blends because they already sold it out once. So maybe I can sell it out again. But uh, that's it for the black business. That was pretty black to me. That was black. My phone making noise. I'm trying to get my tweets lined up for the next segment and shit. This shit making noise. It was your face face that had me dead. So last week's episode titled, Hey There, Tiger. Thank you, Asante, for that. It was a shoot the shit episode, which meant there was no hot button, no segments, just whatever wanted to come up. And a lot came up. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I actually want to dial you back to the Deaf Inner Monologues episode. Uh, uh, this subject here is for Deaf Inner Monologues, but it was based on the episode we did the uh, week before the Hey There Tiger. Um, just because a lot of people really, a lot of people sent out a lot of different stuff and I just want to share all sorts of perspectives from that as well. But um, this one comes from S. Myers. The subject is Deaf Inner Monologues. And this one says, hey, y'all, I have been wondering something that has come up in two different episodes lately. One day as I was thinking about thinking too much, it hit me. What language is a deaf person's inner monologue in? I Mm. asked my friends and was met by blank looks. Now, after listening to the episode, I realized I realized that my friends may not have inner monologues at all, which is why they were looking at me so crazy. As someone whose brain as, as anxious brain has ruled over their emotions and most of their life, I was shocked when I realized that there were people out there following their body signals and feelings and not second guessing themselves and stu- and stuffing their emotions through their neurotic Play-Doh machine until it came out. It's what I thought 
I should be feeling on the other end. I've been cleaning up this fucked up brain my whole life, adult life, and this podcast has really helped. I've helped. I sincerely thank you for passing on this wisdom and the tools you all have learned. Love the show. Asante keeps me dreaming. Frank keeps me grounded, and Dustin keeps me laughing. Love y'all, Sharon. Oh, that's so, so shout cute. out to Sharon. Gang, gang. I like when you are real, like real motherfucker, Sharon. Yeah, I like when people <laughs> have cool. Uh, uh, they. It feels like you're part of the friend zone too when you also share your thought processes and feelings from the show. So sharing that and bridging together the episodes between really all three of us because we all kind of connect the, it's all group think I feel like and it's all connected you know the blanket you know if you watch Patreon you know what that is but uh, I just love all the connections that we're making here on this podcast and I love all the connections that you the made blanket. there for all of us Sharon so shout out to you Fred what did you find out there in them screets you know you be sw- swiping and swerving so it's just the screets for me well to tie into or, or as, as people on the clubhouse say to piggyback to piggyback <laughs> on that statement um, aren't you fucking sick of that <laughs> I haven't been on there like that. But to piggyback on that statement, people were also asking if you speak multiple languages, which language is your inner monologue in? Which I thought Mm. was interesting because my native language is Spanish, but I don't think in Spanish. So I don't, I, I'm wondering if it's different for everyone. Oh, here goes Dustin, here goes Dustin. I, no, no, no. Because here's the thing. First of all, people always got to put 20 on 10. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's enough to have the conversation where we're figuring it out. But yeah, but what about when? And what, where, but if, but I like it. They were probably four, high. Whereas, they were probably four. high listening to the episode and was like, well, yo. do a different drug. Do a different drug. <laughs> Because how the fuck we supposed to know? Seemed to me like since you since you got a question, since you since you knock knocking and ringing, the, since you ringing about my doorbell, when you're gonna ring it? Since you ringing our doorbell, I would assume if I have to think about it that your your inner monologue would be whatever you're thinking in. If you're reading a different language, you're thinking in that language. If you're speaking English, you're thinking in English. If you're speaking Spanish, if Spanish is your first language or whatever you're interacting and engaging with, you know, wouldn't it make sense? Whatever you... I mean, I would I'm, think it's whatever your dominant language is because Spanish yeah. is my first, is my native language, but it's not my dominant language. I don't speak Spanish more than I speak English. So I don't know. Right. I'm sure it's different for everyone though because I'll ask my mom, look at Dustin. That just set me He's off so because I don't like that because every, we, we, we finally getting somewhere. Everybody on the same page. We all like, damn, this is so dope. It was cute. We all never thought about this, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. For once, we all in the same accord, but it's always a Benedict Arnold, you know what I'm saying? Who got something contrarian to say, going against the grain. Yeah, yeah, but what about if on the sixth day, when you got up at five times, and you got four reasons why three of y'all shouldn't have went to the place? You'd be like, God damn, man. Please. So I actually jumped into Dustin's Twitter streets and be more. It's pretty cool. Be more like LA said when Luca Dustin said there's a lot of opportunity in the airport. My standard airport attire is leggings, a hoodie, and slides. But the one time I did dress up and wear heels, I booked a dinner date for that night at our destination and had dessert instead. <laughs> Come, on. Come on now. And, I, and it probably, really did remind me. Heels, think of how yeah, many cuties. Think of how many cuties you met just like casually having conversation on your flight or just like at the gate because y'all you know so it's true you know i think we all have those stories that might be cute too to do an episode on cute places and ways that we've met cutie patooties we'll set that up up. maybe next month up in the air (laughs) right 
<laughs> Mile high zone. Oh, I have. I, oh, oh see, this is what I get for playing. I Justin Ross, <laughs> what you find in the Twitter streets? <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that's the question you asked me. <laughs> uh, I saw you smiling to, too hard. <laughs> inter- internally, I was smizing, as a matter of fact. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Bronze and Noble. What a cool Twitter name. Wow. That right? is Bronze cute. and Noble. And her other name is Big Body Fiat. I love it. So she <laughs> tweeted, um, look at Dustin. I got 25 more minutes before I step into the office, but I'm going to pop the elastic on my bonnet before I take it off in honor of you this morning. My girl. That's what I'm talking about. Where You don't wear a bonnet half-assed. You wear a bonnet with your full ass. And I love <laughs> it. So shout out to her. Um, I also would like to give... Um, a quick shout out to two people actually that had that was on the same page. Uh, DJ Artistic, which I believe we talked about him before on this show, and then at She Is Tyler, who both tweeted uh, about the locks and Ice Cube being on all that back in the day on Nickelodeon, which they have <laughs> so affectionately referred to as Nickelodeon. Now, it. for me. <laughs> Um, you know, I didn't realize, I guess, back in the day that these performances were so adult in nature and in the, the songs that they were being performed. Um, the Locks was performing and Ice Cube was performing. We be clubbing. Everybody <laughs> like when a girl shakes some and Ooh, you see nothing. But not I'm not going to play the audio, child. but you see nothing but these little kids. <laughs> Look at the little kids in the background, y'all, like just dancing. And mind you, Ice Cube is saying, shake them up, shake them up. Make a shake. I'm not gonna play it because I don't want no okay. copyright infringement. But look, killing it. Okay. They, they, they fucking uh, yeah, it up. the little, the one in the front was on my type of time. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe those little kids. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't believe that that Nickelodeon allowed that. Love it, but just couldn't believe it. And that's it for the Twitter streets this week. Oh, that's sweetness, amazing. right? So we have a very special guest this week that is about to pop up any second now she actually just texts me obviously if you know who it is because we have it in the title so i'm not gonna be like "Ooh, who do you think it is <laughs> but before we get started we'll give her some time to log on don't forget that the friend zone is on patreon patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast we just did a hilarious episode recapping Love Jones. Y'all know I was happy. I love that episode. I watched it back and was cracking up at us just how silly and fun we are. <laughs> and it got such an awesome response. And we have Dustin taking over The Binge, which if you're not familiar with our Patreon setup, it's a show that we created that we do every week where we binge something, whether it's a movie, a documentary, a series, and we kind of jump around on who hosts what week. And this week it's going to be Dustin Ross. Tell us the movie that we're going to binge tomorrow, actually. So the movie that we're going to binge tomorrow is one of my all-time favorites. This is a signature film in my arsenal of all things Dustin. Uh, It's the 1988 comedy big business starring none other than two legends okay Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin and it's the story legends. of two sets of twins that were separated at birth and in the way that they find their way back find their way back that's <laughs> honestly you know what I bet you that's where Beyonce got inspired by <laughs> because I know as cool as Beyonce is as good as fucking taste as Beyonce got I know this is one of her favorite movies 
probably. So she that. probably was inspired by Find Your Way Back by Big Business, which <laughs> is an incredibly funny movie. It's a study in comedy and just everything. So we're going to watch it, and we're going to talk about it. And we're gonna I'm do excited. It this week, so. I haven't seen that movie I, since I was yeah. small or whenever the hell it Forever, originally came right? out. Yeah, yeah, so when you sent it to us, I was like, get out of here. And a lot of cousins. Asante, mm-hmm. you dropped an episode of ETA, which is everything Asante. Do you want to tell people what they, they get to tap into this week? That's right. And it's funny. I did not expect this drop, but at least I wore the right wardrobe. Uh, hey. This week's ETA, I covered Marvel. I talked to you about the first three drops that we have experienced on Disney Plus for the Marvel Cinematic Universe's foray into television. I talk about how it's not necessarily their first foray, but it's their first foray on Disney Plus per se. So, because you know, they had Luke Cage on Netflix and all that. And then I talk a little bit about each of the three shows. I'm, of course, highlighting all of the black people in each of the shows. Uh, I don't know if you know, but Loki just came out and One Me Masako is on there. You know her from Lovecraft Country. Get into it. That's what's happening on ETA. Fran, how about you hit them with the woo? Well, yeah, the woo last week, I told y'all I got to, I had the pleasure of hanging out with Dr. Joy, but I know people are going to be super excited because I have Miriam Hasnea pulling up to the woo. Clap for her. We know how much we love her. (laughs) She's pulling up to the woo, so that's going to be an incredible conversation. Her and our friend Shirley as well, so... That'll be coming next, maybe what, in like three weeks. I'll let you guys know. Y'all know I take my time with the woo. But look, Hello, Miriam. This is Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I should title it that. But look who's here. Look who has arrived. If it will let me click admit. There we go. Bang, bing, boom. Hello. <laughs> we got you in the building. Hey, hey, we got you hey, in the building. Hey, 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 we got you hey. on camera. Hey, we got you in the podcast. Hey, we got you on the audio. Hey, she got a mic muted. No, I'm unmuted now. Hey, hey. 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 that was a great freestyle. I oh, appreciate it. Nobody does it better than you. You know what I'm saying? So You're not I wrong. <laughs> I am not. not. I am absolutely. Not. You, you want to talk about Grammy nominated, you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about GLAAD winning, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, okay. we here to do this. So Run down the resume. and We not new to this. We true to this. And Tribe, okay? Because I was watching. Period. <laughs> Period. People when don't understand. She whipped that out and put it on the ledge saying that that was her setup for the tiny desk. I was like, I feel seen. Done. This is Done. a spiritual moment. Welcome to the friend zone, Chica. Yes. <laughs> finally here. Finally made it. Been waiting yes. a long time. Oh, Chica, it is super overdue for you to be here with us today. Yeah, it's kind of rude that it's taken this long, but I'm glad it I is. It definitely <laughs> is. I've it let definitely it go. is. And you've loved us in spite of. And so we thankful for that. You know, we like to, we own our shit over here. So yes, it's been too long, but we black and it takes us a minute sometimes. So we just happy to be here. You know what You're I'm right. saying? That's You're it. Right. You know? All yeah. is forgiven. I just, it, it wouldn't be real of me if I didn't address it head on <laughs> to begin with. It's It's been the elephant in the room. And so right. I'm glad that we're talking about it. Right. Because how many years? But it's it's cool. I'm right. happy to you be know. here. Grateful. Grateful, really. And we're honest. grateful we're to have happy. you as well. Right. Where do we even start with you? I feel like we have so many questions, whether it's the music, the career, yeah. the fashion, because let's not act <laughs> okay. like you didn't take over the commercials during the Grammys with that Literally. silver. Yeah. 
first of all, talk to us about how that felt and being Grammy nominated, number one. Well, in terms of like the commercial, I didn't actually ever get to see it. Well, I take that back. I saw part of it grammy night after like when we went to go get some jamaican food after we left the grammys i saw the real part the real real one yeah yeah the employees were like hey she's like we're sitting outside because covid so i was like okay i got a little piece of that the grammys themselves were an event um it was weird i feel like every artist who went this year is going to remember it for the rest of their life because it was the weirdest thing to possibly go through <laughs> as like an honor. Because for me, it was my first year being nominated, which is great. Um, after a year of trauma, I dropped my project and like three days later, the world shut down. So I didn't yes. expect oh, anything. Shit. I didn't expect anything. Just like year, I was like, there's nothing I can do. We couldn't shoot anything. We couldn't really like enjoy or tour. Like there's no real benefit. So getting the nomination was insane. But what people don't know is that it's usually like November nomination, January ceremony. But we had to wait till March because of everything going on. So it prolonged the time between the nomination itself and like figuring out if you like one. So everyone was stressed. Everyone was like going through it. And then our category was first. So you have four, five months of prep and stress to sit in a room or excuse me, sit outside at these spaced out tables and for me, lose and then go home. Like, you can't stay. There's no show. You, we all have to, like, section out of this room, the same area. So the Grammys themselves, it was just kind of like a a very, like, what do you do with this experience moment? Because it's not the typical Grammys, but it's still, right. like, a moment in your career. Um, right. But also, it was over in, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, five months of prep and then over in 20 minutes, like, but you know it's not forever though, Chica, is the fact that, is that that is like some once in a lifetime shit because everyone is not nominated for best new artist. And it's right. you can only be nominated for once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So there was how many? There were six nominees. How many nominees were there in total? I think there were eight. Eight? There's eight. Oh, so shit. to be uh, right. in a the class category. of eight, <laughs> eight artists though, out of all the motherfuckers that released music uh, that the, came the, out. The mission period. Yeah, like so that's like some so that's a blessing. I, I personally um I love the the individuality that you present to the world as an artist, right? But so being nominated for something that is literally once in a lifetime, it just it is it's in total alignment to me with just your personality and your persona as an artist anyway. So fuck that uh who you ain't win. Congratulations, Megan and everybody else, but the fact oh, that yeah. you're a part of that class is the shit and I don't want that to be missed. Thank you. Know, you. And audience. they can't yeah. say and they can't say Chica's name now without saying Grammy, Grammy nominated, nominated art. Okay. Like the thing on. is, you would think, but they do though. They be trying. It's so you know, it's I'm it, there's this weird energy happening. I think it's very transformative and everyone is like figuring out their actual true placement in life. And the way that I've always right. operated yeah. is like feeling out where I'm at in order to know where to go. And so I've noticed that even though we know what it is, like when you get that tag attached to your name, the price goes up. People, I mean, A, racism, and B, like every other ism, phobia, all these things that are attached to the intersections I have. A lot of people do try to pretend that like that didn't happen. Like this Grammy Mm -hmm. nomination didn't happen. I personally, 
I look, I commemorated the denomination on my arm. It matters to me. It, it always will. It's never been a matter of like winning the Grammy because I'm sure I'm positive there are plenty to come. The time yeah. for that will arrive. Like, yeah, that was never one of my concerns, but I'm definitely now entering into a phase where it's like, okay, cool. I've literally been Grammy nominated. Let me move like I've been Grammy nominated. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, I think yeah. that's the real reward here is like, I get to kind of say like, yo, I had one EP out. Fuck what you talking about. Like I can do whatever I want. It's like, and I got yeah. Grammy nominated, like move. Straight up. Yeah. And think Let's... of how many artists that are icons that we love mm -hmm. that lost that category. And or weren't even nominated on. for that category. Or weren't even nominated. <laughs> there are artists that I listen to that don't even get considered at yeah, these yeah, award yeah. shows. Like they don't, they're just completely overlooked, but are still my favorite album. So I think we mm. know that that doesn't really matter. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, and in just you having respect put on your name, and like you said, the price going up, that's what we're here for. But everything else, yeah. your true core fans, like your fan base, we know what it is. Oh, we, know we don't need any. Yeah, no one needs to affirm we, we know. or co-sign. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know what it is. Speaking of cores and knowing, and you know, I, I want to take it back. I want to take it to to you on a billboard. I, I want to strip down mm -hmm. to you. First of all, I want to take it from Calvin's to Fenty's. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do because- <laughs> That's really what we're doing out here. Because <laughs> I remember when the, I remember back when the city was open and the day I was in fucking Soho walking down the street and I see a big ass billboard of you in your motherfucking panties looking fine as hell. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. this? You gotta on? do it to him, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta do it to him because like they don't like forgive them father for they know not what they do. Like they didn't know and you that, did was that too. And I had to remind people yeah. or introduce them, I guess. Um, the hoes yeah, no, were asleep and you had they to were. wake them up, okay? They were. And sometimes like, periodically I just pop up on the TL and like wake them up. Do a little shake, a little shake, shake. But that the Calvin thing is crazy because I didn't have a song out when they reached out to me. Oh, like I didn't have shit. any music out at all. <laughs> they had, wait, like, wait, wait, out. what? Yep, but reached out solely on the power of like me freestyling on Instagram. And that campaign was with like Billie Eilish and Kevin Abstract and like all these wow. very established, well-loved artists. Wow. And, and then they were like, yeah, and Chica. That's <laughs> just that girl from the Instagram. Can we have her too? Okay, cool. Excellent. Like, were you living in New York by that point or were you still back at home? That was in 2019, so... Damn, it's been two I years. Was, right, crazy. Just life goes so fast. Grammy on me <laughs> so quickly. Um, <laughs> no, I I was out here. I was in LA. I think I had just gotten to LA. I, I never personally saw that billboard either, ever, which is what? devastating. Because when I lived still. in New York, I used to walk past that all the time. Like that, like that. Yeah. That's true. I was always wow. And the, the week after mine got taken, because they cycled all of ours out. There was maybe like eight of us again. I don't know what's yeah. up with them in the number eight. But like they, they cycled each one out after I think two, two weeks, either two weeks or a month, one one of those. And I got there the week they took mine down and I saw uh, Kevin's up. Yeah, I'd never got to see. It. And it's huge too. It was like big as hell. And I was hell like, oh, yeah, that shit was amazing. They that and that's like, one of those life goals, you know, where you yeah. be like, I just want to billboard in New York and Times Square. That's crazy. In your drawers, you nigga. In your drawers. In your drawers. <laughs> anyone had heard me like, rap on an official song. Crazy. 
Okay, that so how was it at the, fa- the fashion show then? Um, wait, which one? Fenty? Oh, yeah, because you went, yeah, because <laughs> that sounded a lot more like, you have to be clear, Sante. Okay, I forgot, we got credits here, so let me, you know. Okay. So I know you did you attend the one before and then you were in the mm-hmm. one after or you were in both of them? I attended both because technically I had to be there for the one I was in. Mm. But <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I went to the one in 2019 and I, I was in the show last year, which is like a very like crazy night and day difference in the year. Like insane. Because that first show was crazy. Like being in the crowd, even like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the energy, I'm sure. The, yeah, first of all, they took everyone's phones, which is great, but it's yeah. also hilarious Word. because celebrities are awkward and they don't like talking to each other. So mm. imagine them taking every person's phone. Nobody is sitting with their team or like their management personnel, nothing like that, because they're trying to be exclusive. And so they have everyone sitting in this huge auditorium waiting for like two hours with no phones and sitting next to people who they don't know. And Ooh. it was just very funny to see celebrity culture. Cause like, how do you, with your phone, you can pretend people aren't next to you. But like when you're right. literally just like sitting, <laughs> like in, like if, if they think if they blink that like you'll see them, but I can see you regardless. It was a very weird <laughs> experience. Very but much, I, oh, oh uh, hey. Uh, hey. Oh, I have to like, like be myself. Oh my how y'all God. doing? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Like, Wait, I want to know. I want to know about the shoot though. How did the shoot feel? Because I would be mortified in my underwear. Like, wait for Calvin or for for Calvin? Yeah, I wasn't like scared. Like, I didn't feel anything really about it. Like when they asked me about it, like that was the moment to decide whether or not I was gonna be pussy. Like, it's like, where you go? Are you doing it? Like they asked, and I was like. With the first ask, it was they were just like, yeah, Calvin Klein reached out. They want to do a shoot with you. I was like, oh, cool, of course, sick. And they're like, yeah. So, um, also, is he your uh, underwear? Mm, is he in your panties? And I was like, okay. And then I asked, like, will it be representative of like what kind of underwear I actually wear? Like, will I get to be in boxers and sports? But what is, what are they expecting from me? Like, is mm-hmm. it supposed to be like a token thing, a spectacle? Like, what is, what's the ask? And they're like, no, it's just. They said they'll respect your wishes and they're like, you know, whatever you want to wear. I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. And in that moment, I had to decide, like, are you uncomfortable with this? The answer was no. Um, are you about this check? The answer was yes. All right. And okay. Like, do you do you <laughs> care? Like, is this supposed to be a statement for you? So no, like I got there on shoot day and it felt like really therapeutic. Like they're very mm. like doting and caring when it comes to anyone in that situation. Cause regardless of like any like insecurity or body type or anything like that you're in your underwear taking a photo for in front of like a whole bunch of white people and just whole like staff yeah that you don't even know so like it, it's it's weird anyway so they're very very like careful with people's boundaries and making mm-hmm. sure that you're comfortable um so i had no real anxiety on the day of even when it dropped like i had no feelings towards it the only time i've ever had feelings about my calvin um campaign is when people tried to like weaponize it and make it this thing like chica was used in order to be a token and it's like all right like i i simply just no i wasn't wasn't. um or i just got a check for being fly in my panties i mean i don't know (laughs) that's what i say i mean i ain't mad at 
I mean, if if we think about it, any person who whose body is being made a spectacle, which happens to all of us, regardless mm-hmm. of the field we work in, but mainly people with the platform, everyone is being tokenized in some way, whether you're mm-hmm. the token hot girl or you're the token plus size person or X, Y, and Z, right. they're using your image, your likeness for something regardless. So when people try to make it a thing where it's like, oh, they're promoting this lifestyle and X, Y, and Z, it's like, that never made sense to me. And because right. I already was comfortable with myself and chose to take the photo and the check cleared, I was like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, well, why are we discussing this? Why are y'all pissed about a twenty, a then 22 year old's body? Like, move, get, go on. Like, you're, y'all are adults. Well, the, the great thing about this story is that that was not the beginning and ending of your presence yeah. in like print media or anything like that. Right. You've gone on, you've been a cover girl for so many times, right? You've gone on to do so many just dope ass <laughs> shoots, you know, magazines, prints, all that shit. So there's been a relentless, you know, onslaught oh, yeah. of Chica and images of Chica. And I think that's mm-hmm. so healthy for our culture. I will continue. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, look, what, did, what did Candy well, say? You're going to keep seeing, you've been knowing me. You're going to keep knowing me. Okay, because I'm everywhere, bitch. I'm everywhere. Yeah, I'm everywhere, bitch. I'm embedded in your mother. I'm embedded in your mother. Okay. Yeah, you got to lean in like that. And so, has it, I know it's got to be like, like be, because it's not something that is the norm, I guess, that is presented to everybody for consumption. I know there's got to be an element of, of, you know, just adjustment with each shoot, right? So has it gotten easier and easier for you to be thrust into that position as essentially a model? You a fucking model, you know what I'm I saying? Am, you came like, in the game like, as a, 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 a words. <laughs> so are you comfortable in your shoes as a model, in your Balenci's in the bathroom as a model? Uh, period. Okay. And at this point, it's way too many to count. But, to count. Um, okay. Absolutely. Like, I... I First of all, I'm fine. Like, yeah, what? There you go. It's kind of like my life choice was like, I didn't really have a choice. The, life, the life chose you. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. was written before I got here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't choose to come out looking this way. Yes. It's yes. really a burden to me. Imagine yes. how many people I got to turn down. That's why I'm checking on like, you. Oh, I had to check yeah, on you. Yeah. You, do be check- you do, because you understand as a fellow friend. And so, like, I gotta check on you, dog. it's tough. But I, with that, with that power, comes responsibility and come on my responsibility here is to be fine publicly at every opportunity Mm -hmm. so yes i am comfortable Mm -hmm. walking in my purpose and my truth Mm -hmm. um, as the the bad bitch that i am thank you um i continue to do it i i love it it's really it's my favorite pastime now it's in each shoot like it just i feel like as i go on i'm becoming more like not comfortable because I was never uncomfortable, but more, I guess, adjusted to what okay, so, I want my expression to be. So you, you know, know it's I mean? when you look the most well adjusted in to me. I'll go ahead. I want to know the monogram campaign. I was so high. I was <laughs> okay. So high. <laughs> okay. So for those who don't know, so Chica is one of the faces of monogram, which is Jay Z's wildly successful cannabis brand. It's and so good too. It's Come really on. good. Okay. I just got Shout put out on. to Crystal monogram. Me on. Oh, that's dope. It's I so good. That's that. my wife. Oh, Tell my, my wife I said hello. I got yeah. you. It's so good. It is so good. Was that a fun <laughs> campaign to shoot? Because it looked like you was having a good time, dog. Oh yeah, no, it was insane. Like we're in. Frank Sinatra's house, which mm-hmm. is 
already Whoa, like, what? Me. what? <laughs> exactly. Like they it was in Palm Springs and like we're walking around this property and it's like this is beautiful. And then you get into the bedroom and you see a billion photos and it's like Frank and various celebrities. And like literally there's one with Martin Luther King, Sammy Davis wow. Jr., Malcolm X, and you're like, oh wow, okay. This is literally his house. And you realize like they're recreating this thing, um, this original shoot. Um, but Hype Williams is shooting it, mm-hmm. and he's what just, the hell? He's <laughs> like friend, right? It was Jesus. that day was insane because Hype's energy in general, he just knows what he's doing, but also it's intimidating. And I'm chaotic, mm, right. so me around <laughs> intimidating people, it typically doesn't go well. And then on top of that, they had they were like, "You want to smoke product, or you want to like the placebo for the shot?" I'm like, "Fuck it, I smoke." <laughs> Give no, me a I had what? no idea. I had no, no clue. Oh no, goddamn placebo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had no idea that Jay Z was that violent with his weed. <laughs> they told me not to say that. <laughs> they're like, don't say violent. Say like positive words. But no, it's violent. That's the way I would describe it. It's violent. But I didn't I know he was that. Right. It was wild. And so I'm hitting this joint and like halfway through. And then also they have Ace of Spades there because they want to get that in the shot Ooh. too. Oh, so they're hell. directing me to hit this extremely potent blunt. <laughs> the thick one too. It wasn't one of the little small roll. It was the it was the granddaddy one. <laughs> Continuously because I need the shot of the smoke and of me holding it. Also it's hot. And they have four men standing with giant like metal sheets to reflect the sun onto me and so i'm high dehydrated hot and drunk and i'm sitting there at this angle with hype williams directing to be me, like, cute. like and in that moment i knew it was done it was done like i was like there's no way there's absolutely no way i look over at like my manager at the time and i was like I can't, but I can't do it. I cannot. And she's like, it's fine. You're, you're, you're good. You're good. And so I'm like trying to look, you know, hot. <laughs> to look cute. It's not really like, I don't know if it's reading the way I hope. And my manager's cracking up because she's like, you started off with this smolder, this look, like this cool. Ooh, wow. That smolder, you was ready. And, and then it became just zoned out. That photo had to be like one of the, like the first four. Because after that, <laughs> done, just finished completely. And then afterwards, they were like, "How long did you think you were out there?" And I was like, "Was it not like an Thanks. hour?" You know, like it's been like twenty minutes, babe. Like, oh <laughs> hell, it's been like twenty twenty five minutes. You're, are you okay? <laughs> and then everyone at the shoot regrouped the next morning. Like, so did y'all know about the weed? Did y'all know that is that's what it did? <laughs> Did y'all know? Okay, no one here knew, but we were all, okay, got it. Even Slick Woods, and we both be cheap, like smoking. <laughs> Slick was like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> what are y'all trying to do here? I and nobody's paid fucking... to be there. It was uh, okay. genuinely one of my favorite shoots of all time, but mainly because of how chaotic it was. How do you bring all of these Black people into this space, <laughs> give us this strong ass weed? that we don't know is this strong because afterwards we check the percentages on everything. Oh yeah, of course I was about to pass out out there. With them. I was in a damn microwave basically with the best weed in the world and like- With an OG pre-roll, yeah. Oh my God. It was so Ooh. much, but if there was, there is behind the scene footage somewhere and I think it's gonna come out. And I also did a High Tales uh, story okay. <laughs> of how I met Beyonce um, and how that whole how thing came cute. together. 
and they animated it and it's coming out soon. Oh, <laughs> so that's cute. gonna be dope. But that whole day, oh my god! So <laughs> them pictures came out beautiful. It's it sounds like your ass be having fun. I I'm not, I'm not anywhere from not having fun. So what is the most fun you've had so far? I, I know we didn't have a whole fucking <laughs> long year of whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of different as far as setups are concerned, you know, with the work shows and probably even with shoots and campaigns if you're doing them now anyway. But what's the most fun you've had so far? Mm. That is a loaded question. So let's, let's narrow it down. Um, <laughs> in terms of just like, even just on a whim, like it could be anything work related, like being in a room with somebody. Her uh, FaceTimes with me—that's the most fun she's had. <laughs> they FaceTime are FaceTime me be lit, like unnatural entertainer. I know y'all know that, but like, yeah. but you know, it be lit. We have fun. <laughs> we we have fun. Um, <laughs> I would probably say like my favorite. Like the best times I've had have, well, okay, specifically, which is, this is going to sound like bias, but I'll tell you why it's not, even though I know what it's going to sound like already. My favorite trip I've taken at like being able to like do this and have fun, like literally was the, the year before COVID happened when we got to come to New York and shoot the read, like that trip, that New York, that press run that I did right before Mm-hmm. literally everything like went to shit mm-hmm. was my favorite and all every time we come to new york in general it's always a good time because there's just something in the water that mm-hmm. y'all need to take care of but it also <laughs> brings out a great energy. <laughs> you know y'all need to research it it's really not okay but like because i used to live there too and I, there's no nah, i know <laughs> there's something different but every time we go there's like a fun there's just something fun about it Tell but we got it. to do like my Vivo show and mm-hmm. the reading like the same day mm-hmm. and also got to fly home early. It was this whole thing. But that's that trip. I don't know why before the world shut down, like it so much happened. I could go into it, but I'd be rambling for hours. That trip has been fun. And like the, the trip to Paris and all that. And then COVID and we were all locked in the house. So yeah, a year of my career was taken from me. But in even that this past year, like, just being able to kind of like sit and be quiet and like meditate and really like watch as everyone is forced to like basically sit with their hands folded. Um, I've had a lot of fun being able to like talk to fans like this. Like all of my performances have had to be via Zoom for yeah. the past year. And so, yeah, you get to talk to people at shows and like I miss that energy exchange. But realistically, it is there is something very like intimate and like personal that I love about the fact that I've gotten to speak to people one-on-one. Most of my meet and greets are in this format of me being able to like literally sit here and joke with people who literally put money in my pocket and support me and like uplift me and are the reason that I have everything that I have. So like, (laughs) I don't know, there's, there's fun when it comes to chaos and being all over the place (laughs) and doing uh, nigga shit. And then there's fun as in like, what I've been able to gain from this positioning and like the newfound, I don't know, like I, I, the only word I can think of is chaos. Cause what is, what is the world right now? LA just opened back up today. So like, mm-hmm. oof, yeah. Reflecting oof. on things. I've had a year right. of normal, a year of not. And then this year. So it's, mm, it's been a I lot. Mean, 
you came in at a good time because now that everyone has to sit back and reflect, like you're not you're not bound by. I mean, well, yeah, that's like really a shaky statement to say, right? But you're uh, you're not going to be bound by the same set of expectations necessarily because so many people are going to they might have moved around and figured out what the fuck they really do want to do, and the limitations might not be the same in the industry because I know you talked yeah. a lot about industry games, you know. But um, mm-hmm. now we're at once upon a time and. You just always know what the fuck to do on some records, whether it's like just talking to the people or riding a melody or, or, or just something. And I just really want to take a moment to point the people's attention to Hickory Dickory. I love my shot. That's my little, hey, look, I love it too. Something about it. Something about it. It speaks to me. So what I, I want to know is, why did you come into my room and steal that song from me? Because... I just don't understand how you were able to really just capture true emotion and and how I'm feeling about things and how crunk mm-hmm. I want to be and how deep I want to be. And excuse me, <laughs> you came to my show. Actually, you know what? Let's let's talk about that oh, for a yeah. second. You have been so supportive because you came to if I were a rapper back in the day. Yes, and you did. What you, I missed that was that the first one? No, you didn't. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> what? Present. I, I met I, all of y'all. What was I not present? Early on. Yeah, this this was super early because we like you had already been killing the game, freestyling. You have just always had your pulse on what the industry is. And that's why I say to myself, like that's why why I'm even bringing up the fact that everybody's shut down right now because when they come back, they're gonna be able to have a fresh look. So they're gonna those people that aren't putting that Grammy nominated on there, some of the new people that come in, they're gonna have to do that. So you'll be able Mm -hmm. to really build on the magic that we all have seen and appreciate and it's going to be even more for you so watching you be on that big ass billboard and then watch like with rihanna and kicking it with all these people is such a beautiful thing to watch because it's crazy you were, i watched the interview where you said you were making music in your damn closet like or in your mm-hmm. dorm closet like how Ooh, how do you it. go from a dorm closet in alabama <laughs> to la kicking it with your balenci's and all your famous friends like it's just such a beautiful thing to watch it's just literally like I if I were to like look back on my life in the past three years, it's almost it's like I've lived 30. Like it's it's been so much. And yeah. it happened so fast. The adjustment period has been um non-existent. I am simply going day by day and and taking everything in and being excited about it. But yeah, you're right. Like I remember when I came to If I were a rapper in twenty eighteen and also like back like some some lore, some chica lore. Anyone? So she, I was looking for music. There's no music here. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was ready. I was like, I can low-key cue it up myself. This she is so stupid. Also, before I even get into my damn story, no, I am. Because I just wanted, before I even get into that story, <laughs> this is a home studio, by the way. Tell me why I didn't think to use my actual professional mic and headphones and just... It wasn't. No, we chilling. We're fine. You're we fine. We chilling. Yeah. I'm just. I had to. That's why I take on turn his camera. He's <laughs> like, so wait a minute. Hold on, pause. Uh, no, yeah. Just I was just pointing out my own flaws for a second because, like, I looked over. I was like, that. That's a. This is a whole. Okay. Anyway, um, but when I came to Fire Rapper, I literally remember being dead, dead broke. I like no, because when I lived in New York. Oh, those were the struggle periods. Like I was living off of a pack of Oreos and an Arizona a day. That was wow. it. We, like, you I, we was living fun. that New York life. We I was were say, that's like a Tuesday. 
dead ass. It was just like, all right, right. cool. That's that's what we eating bad. Like, same mm-hmm. problem, you know. They was like, damn, you rich. We at the dollar pizza. What you doing? Like- <laughs> I, I literally, there was no like, I lived in like, first of all, a suburb. Like, so I lived in Portchester with my oh, friend because wow. she went to purchase. So like, even getting into the city to do work, like, and do shows, cost money, money that we right. did not have at all. And our rent was like extremely high. So coming into the city to even come to your show, I remember oh being like, all God. right, so it's food or this show? That's Are you so serious? Real. Or this so show? Real. Dead ass serious. Dead yeah. serious. I had like no money. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get a ticket and I'm going to go. And like for I forwent, foregone, whatever the past sense of that is, I was like, I'm going to forego like dinner. And I'm a, I want to go support Asante. <laughs> I want to show up. That's up. so real. So, and I remember like my manager at the time being like, this is that's stupid. Like, stop. <laughs> You're going to die. You're going to probably like die. You need to Girl. eat. And I was like, I will. But like, I support people who support me. And I remember I specifically, like, I didn't, like, not to say, oh, I bought a ticket. There was still money in my account. I mean, like, I literally did not have shit. But I was like, you know, I'm going to make it. Wow. I wish I would have known up. that. Because you don't even know, like, how seeing you were solidifying, like, it was crazy to me at the time. And I feel like I'm such a dick writer saying this now because it's like, well, you know, now she's Grammy nominated. But, like, I mean, at that well, time. We were cousins at this point. At right. that t- and so you're still going to give me that jacket from the read then. Um, but at that <laughs> time, <laughs> it was, you like, you were legitimizing everything I feel like I was doing on this show because we talk about artists. We highlight artists, mm. like people that we believe in. Some people, you know, are already popping out here doing stuff. But then we also talk about artists that we see making that buzz. And, re- like, mm-hmm. you was out here calling Kanye out. Like, there are people out here that were not and would not are scared to and it's like here mm-hmm. go chica out here doing that shit and then here go not chica good. in my face now after i just did the show and i was so nervous about doing it like i didn't think anybody was gonna come but then somebody like that like was hitting all the boxes and shit fun. to say like you you got that ear your, your people like you know good people too and so to hear you now to know that you did that like not only are you good you're a great fucking person mm-hmm. and now it solidifies me knowing what I mean, I already knew that she was cool because your personality and you always, you know, showed love. But like knowing that you did that, it's like, girl, if there's anything I could ever do to return the favor, it's crazy. And I mean, like, honestly, though, like I think, and I've said this, and and Dustin, you've heard me rant about how much I love y'all, but like I think that your contribution to not just like the community and the culture, but like the world in general and at large is the thanks that like I need like and that it wasn't really like it's a thanks it's more so like the reason I even felt moved to do that is because I saw it and I see it and I still see it. like I it's it's just a thing that there's so much positive that comes right from this show and and having the conversations that are held on this show and also amongst people who a give a fuck about it and b are like able to approach it with care and also humor and like this thing mm. that a lot of us don't really get the outlet to do or like uh, imagine the type of people who don't really hang out that much with all their friends and discuss and go in depth about things that are super important to like all of us at large and y'all right. do that weekly in a way that I feel like is not even underappreciated but that I think should be talked about a little more like the the change the positivity that comes from this show like i if first of all i'm not i'm not doing this to guilt trip nobody or to threaten but if y'all were to miss a week 
<laughs> my life would shift in a way that I don't know if I could come back from it. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know there are so many people like, yes, girl. <laughs> week. I'm speaking for all of us right now. Oh, they the let us know. Week. Let That's us fucked up, Chica, because you know what <laughs> you're doing, man. <laughs> don't y'all hate when they're late? <laughs> That's crazy, because I be planning my week around when you That's and the read up. Up. <laughs> I got two days to clean my house and somebody's not on time. <laughs> <laughs> it's really is pushing back some schedules here. So, but even so like that, knowing having that connection to this show is due to the contribution that you guys make weekly all the time to make sure that like we're all checking in with each other and like even just speaking and having fun and like tapping in and making sure everyone's good. And so like I I don't feel that going that extra mile to show that you support people is a strange thing. I don't feel like, I think people make it strange when you're living above, above your means when you have mm-hmm. no means. I mm-hmm. get it, but also like, <laughs> I knew what that meant. There, I knew, I knew that like that show and this show and everything that you guys put your energy into is important. And like, it's an investment back into people who I feel like unknowingly have invested into me. <laughs> like this show oh changed goodness, me in a lot heart. of ways. So like, I don't, I don't, I can't take it like a, I can't be like, I, I you owe me one or anything like that. You don't. Like, you simply I do. do. I do. Yeah. My heart does. It don't even matter. Even that you spent, like, seeing you there, not even knowing any of that still was the point for me. So, like, but to hear that adds That's to so that, deep. but it's like, I still feel like having seen you there, like, damn, like, I, I wish I could have gave you the Grammy or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that night vividly. I remember us okay. talking right in front of that stage. Mm. I remember feeling like like you were a celebrity then. I remember being like, oh, that's yeah. the girl that free that's the girl that did the hard ass freestyle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the internet, like damn. Like I remember yeah. at that point feeling like I was talking to a real, you know, legitimate signed artist. You were very kind. I remember. Like about that to blow. I remember, I remember that shit. You and so, life, I remember. And look, and look what, and look what happened. <laughs> look what happened. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying I'm right about wrong. everything. You know what I'm saying? And but I was right about that. You don't remember, but I do. And like, you weren't like, no, first of all, you not remembering is not even like a thing to me. Just so you know, like no, I, no, I'm just like where the hell was I? Because I know I'm you, the quieter one, especially when we're in bigger social settings. So I'm like, was I hiding in a corner? Was I? No, you were talking to someone initially when I first, like we were about to, I think we were about to leave. Like the show yeah. was over. Because everybody was um, like on the side of the stage. Mm-hmm. And coming up and talking. So you were dealing with a lot of people at the time. Okay. In general. Yeah. Yeah. I had just walked up and spoken to Asante and then Dustin came and then you mm-hmm. came. Like, so it became like a uno, dos, tres. <laughs> we're all together. <laughs> and like, all right, bet. And then and after, that's all you're trying like, to oh, shit, hi, nice to meet you. Like, you were very kind. All of y'all were kind. It was, it was a whole thing. I remember because, like, that's it so meant a lot dope. to me as well. Um, I don't know how I got home that night. <laughs> <But> I did. <laughs> I did. Okay. Not, not no, only, not only did you make it home, but you made it home. Because look at you. Man, like you made it. Like, fuck yeah. making it home. <laughs> you made it. Made it. Okay, fuck this. That could have went wrong in several ways, but I I did. Thank we did. Listen, you ain't been going doing nothing but right. Like, you know, I think about when I asked you about fun earlier. For me, the most fun I've had is watching you in these freestyles too. Like double XL, these ciphers and shit. So mm, to see you freestyling yeah. by yourself and then to see you in this group still killing it, <laughs> like what was that yeah. change like? Simply you, the you know, best. Like, had you done a cipher before any of those? 
Um, I did the Hip Hop Awards in 2018, but they like, oof. <laughs> did some things. We don't have to revisit. Mm-hmm. This is a no, it's the period of healing. I mean, it's yes, the friend it zone, so you know, no, they, like, they still however you want to be very. I mean, it's it's like public knowledge, and it's also still on the internet. They like fucked up and on purpose. I'm gonna say it. Wait, so, how? Would they so, do? Someone wanted to sabotage my verse, my not the cipher, my verse. Your verse. And I noticed it and spoke of it the day of to the person and to the crew, and made sure that before we left that they got my drop right and that we had a good take of my verse, even to work with in post. And then I get to the hip hop awards that I have to pay for, by the way, you have to pay your way there. Like BT's cheap. Um, and so they're like, yeah, no, you're gonna, <laughs> we, got, we got seats for you and you in the cypher, but you have to fly yourself out and get your own hotel. So what? already taking the extra mile like step to literally Be a part show of up it, for yeah. this thing. Wow. I wow. get there. And they have us front row in these camera seats, and the it was like a women's hip hop cipher, which is annoying because like just put the best rappers in a cipher at this point, mm-hmm, like stop yeah. doing the whole men. Shut mm-hmm. up, like just put us in. But anyway, and I remember sitting in front of, mind you, I prepared this verse for like weeks. They send you the beat ahead of time. I showed up. I was like one of the only people who had mine prepared and ready. The men took extra hours to take theirs because they could not get men. it done well. Um, except for Toby Nuigwe. He I'll say that. He he came ready and did what he had to do. But where they're airing our verses in the cipher and in front of this entire crowd of people I listened to and looked up to for my entire life, they wow. air the most fucked up. Like not on, not in the pocket, not on the beat, like horrible version of mm. my verse in front of everyone. And this is like being taped. So it's not live on television. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. And then I go outside crying, just like immediately top of, of the course. show, miss the entire show. I call the person who I will tell you all about later. And I'm like, yo, what's up? And they're like, oh. We're gonna fix it. Don't worry. Gaslighting me like a motherfucker. I get home. We hit up Jesse Collins Entertainment, and they're like, "Yo, send us a voice memo of what it's supposed to sound like, and we'll send one back, like a mix back that's correct." I did. They did. I thought it was handled. They're like, "We're not gonna air the other one. We're gonna air the correct version." Somehow there ended up being a third version that was not. It was half right at the beginning and wrong at the end. But I'd already heard that there was a correctly mixed one. So this was someone who literally did this very intentional yeah and so yeah i've been in another cypher i had been in another and i've been in cypher since then with these people i'm not doing it again i refuse um but like (laughs) doing the double xl one felt a little bit better (laughs) at least because it's an honor and not like people who are trying to humble you in some way it's like you're a you're a freshman like this is your moment like say what you want to say and have fun and yeah, we were all sequestered in our own little rooms. And when we came out, we heard what each other had like prepared for this this freestyle and it was cool. But yeah, my cypher experiences have been colorful to say the least. Interesting. That's just, uh, I mean, we know how- When y'all hear the story story, you're gonna be like, really? Cause it's- Oh man, I'm not even surprised. Can you talk to us just, um, because we have to remember that there are gonna be people that are new to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No. See, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 
We're working with one at this point. <laughs> um, there are people that are going to be new to you. So tell us just a little bit of background of who Chica is. Well, if hi, that can I'm even Chica. be answered, right? <laughs> she gonna say, "Well, hi, I'm, I'm Chica. Chica. What's your sign, <laughs> Chica? What's your sign? I am a Pisces. Keep your own. Don't care. I wasn't trying to flex on nobody, but I know you see the ice. The other. Um, <laughs> tiny ass Pisces day. Um, well, I'm Chica. I'm a Pisces. I cry a lot. Uh, I'm a musician, Amen. but more notably, a rapper. Um. And I started off by doing freestyles on the internet because I had a random video go viral um, that had nothing to do with music, but I immediately got a platform after that and started posting um, like rap videos the very next day. And if not the next day, then like two days after this all Which happened. video went viral? Uh, well, eh, there was a video <laughs> that I had made of myself um, the night not of the that but the night of the 2016 election i had just gotten off work at chipotle really I get so to watch crazy. everything happened i just got the i got the final results and i said mm-hmm. oh no and my friend was going through it and i wanted to oh, no. laugh that was really it oh no so <laughs> we're done his curtains rest. So I ended up taking my ex's concealer at the time. Oh, um, God, this video. She is a black woman. So for everyone who claimed white face, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's black. I'm just dark skinned. So it appeared a little Caucasian on me. Um, but I just oh. happened to like paint my face a little bit, just like covering up my um, complexion. trying to evade the government um from knowing that i'm a black woman and i just you know made some joke it was it's it's not important friend i don't even know you asked Um, not important just know that so that's what that video went viral and that's what popped you off that's what gave me a career (laughs) how about that that is my claim claim. that is i started on chaos It's Yo, I did not chaos. know that. Why did I feel like you had already popped off when I saw that? Yeah, Maybe no. it's because we all already knew who you were. I don't know. That's confusing. That's crazy. And then from there, you started putting out your music and everything. Mm-hmm. Just like, wow. Yeah, like I came out to LA and my idol has stood me up, which is crazy because we're good no, friends now. Wow. But he has stood me up. <laughs> came home and was like, I'm gonna make it happen myself. And then like a month later, I put out like this video that has nothing to do with my music. And it blows up. And people are like, this bitch is hilarious. Expecting more comedy from me. And I'm like, okay, but what if I like rap? rap. I like rap the first verse of um, Crown actually on the old, the old beat to Crown, which is crazy. If you like were to oh, scroll back to that on my Instagram, you'd see that A, Crown has existed forever and B, that um that was like immediately after I put up a song that ended up on industry games. I put up a song from that right after I blew up. And I like it gave me like 17,000 followers overnight. And I was like, Holy use shit. this, do something with this. And from oh, that man, foundation, I literally kept like putting out rap videos. And I knew that people wanted comedy from me because they had gotten this like 
video that everyone thought was hysterical. And I didn't mean to tweet like as a <laughs> collective joke. Like, it was supposed, it was for my friends specifically. It was funny it was, as fuck. Oh, uh, clearly everybody was on me. I was like, oh, wow, y'all are enjoying this. I didn't expect that at all. I was like, oh no. My, I had a job interview the next day and my dad was like, you're never going to be employed again. I'm from Alabama, <laughs> mind you. I'm from Alabama. You know that the white people are looking for a reason. They're like, oh, like no. this is white face. My dad was like, you're not going to get this job. And he like, I didn't know wow. he had seen it. Like, when my dad saw it, like, I was oh. living in there. I, when my dad, when it reached my father, who was a Nigerian man, when it reached him and he said, what is this? And what is the joke? Because he didn't get it. It's nuanced uh. comedy. <laughs> that's when I was like oh I'm fucked and then it ended up literally being the thing that gave me a career so like I got lucky but holy shit like that is literally how it happened so her dad being like what is this I don't get the joke <laughs> what what is are you painting your face is, is he supposed to what is the what is the joke I don't know uh, what, uh, what are you trying to say I'm like daddy like it, it's it's not I'm fucking it's crying. not like the joke is that I'm I'm scared about my safety and Trump just got he's like so why did I paint is it paint so that's it. no it's it's concealer You're like dad let's be there you just had to be he, but it ended up being okay and at this point they know now nah, they're okay. they're good they're good but at that point they're like she's it's she's never getting a job that's it like this how is do what your she's parents feel about your career now like seeing the grammys wow. and are they just like whoa because i know how parents mm. are they will not fully support being an artist until yeah. you get some money in your pocket then it'll be like oh okay, yeah all right, oh, my baby it. i knew <laughs> right literally like they don't they don't care until it's like oh you're rich oh, exactly <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had a huge career milestones that I would share with them that they did not give a fuck about until <laughs> like last year, which is crazy because I got to do the least last year out of all the years I've been doing this. So like, but they are very proud. Um, it took a minute. It took an, I can't even say a minute for them. It took like an hour for them. Um, <laughs> it was fine. It ended up being okay. But in the beginning, they really were just like, we don't know what this is going to yield and I right. get it because it but like just to paint the, the picture though like I had I was in school and I did a year of college and I hated it I was depressed because Fair I felt enough. like I was in the wrong place and mm -hmm. I I told myself and I told them I was like yo college is just applied time so if I if everyone around me is applying their time for a career that they want that they can get in college shouldn't I be applying my time for the career I want and it's outside of college Come and on. so they were like her logic is not wrong. They couldn't like, fuck with that. They here. couldn't fuck with that. They couldn't. Oh no! I make sure I'll fuck mm -mm. you, attorney. Mm -hmm, that's why. Mm -hmm. I, that's why I was already manipulating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it's true, right? And they were like, "Damn, she's right." I was like, "Give me a year," and that was in mm. June. And I I came out to LA in like August, and in November is when I blew up. So like, mm -hmm. there was wow. it was a very quick transition from their daughter being like. I want to sing, Mama, to like... <laughs> Mama, I want to sing. <laughs> I got a song in my heart, Mama, I want to sing. It was a very fast transition from that into... Amen to that. Oh, your daughter's literally like a star. And then from there, it just became a snowball of like, at this point, yeah, I'm Grammy nominated. They can't really deny or like mm -hmm. ask too much because you see it. They've seen it. 
And so at this point, they are proud. And I'm glad about that because it definitely Amen. took a couple hours. They they were like, <laughs> now that they're proud, that's do, they, our home do they say, I knew it, you know, because when you was younger, like, was there stuff in your childhood you were doing that might have told it, well, told you that you were <laughs> They always be, you know, my mom was spiritual. She was like, when you were a baby, you just came to me in a dream. And he kissed my stomach and said, that point, she will sing. She will, the kings will bow before her. She will eat with people higher than her. And like, they, you got to have her on the record. You got to have her do one of the interludes for the record then. Uh, no, she's going to. No, she's going to. Be just, I'm like, when did that dream happen? Like, I'm you for 24 years. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard these stories once. Like, what do you mean? And I've and been we like just got the title. We just got the title of this episode. The ki- Kings Will Bow Before Her featuring Chica. Thanks, Mom. Yes. 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 I love Through it. mother. She, that's right. I love it. That's, but she literally, that's her thing. That's literally her thing. So there, it's not even a question of like, do they claim it now? Of course they do. But not only do they do that, they overclaim it in a way that's like, you. Don't you're telling lies? That never happened. <laughs> Jesus did not kiss your stomach in a dream and prophesy <laughs> that I was going to be a songstress. Stop telling people that because now they're waiting on a Jesus dream and it's not fair. It's just false expectations. Relax. Well, Relax. speaking of Jesus dreams, um, it's no secret that Cinderella Part Two off of your new EP, um, Once Upon a Time. It's my favorite song on the project. On. The whole thing bangs, but everybody know I, lo- I love Cinderella Part Two. So okay, I do. Okay, <laughs> and I'm not gonna do it right now. <laughs> anyway, oh, come on, anyway, come on, um, will we get a Part Three? That's all I wanted to know. Mm. <sighs> I feel like there's a deserved Part Three. That's all I'm saying. I'm fine with Part Two. Part two parts One and Two have by no means. You know, live their time, their shelf life. But I just, you know, I, I, you I, I know that, Thank you. That's all I wanted. Thank you. No, nah, you deserve one. <laughs> you deserve one. As the and biggest Cinderella Part Two stand. I mean, your, your tiny desk too. Can we please talk mm. about that? I have to say, to to think of a rapper on a tiny desk has never really excited me because that is a um, rarely interesting to watch mm-hmm. i have to mm-hmm. be real with y'all like mm-hmm. i like the singers the background like give me show yeah and vocal but you made it so dope you're in like my top five tiny desk and i'm absolutely mm-hmm. not saying that because you're on the show like i you it was so good so engaging and i think it helps so much. You're not only talented as hell, but you're funny as hell too. Mm. So like, oh. you kept <laughs> us you. laughing, but then the talent was there and it's like nothing was missing from the show. Even your joke Appreciate about that. you not coming in with the lights and the setup and blah, blah, blah. You you were like, but I got something. And then you pulled out your bathroom. And like, it's just so Period. perfect. <laughs> all reliable. That's all reliable. I had to put How it on did the it feel? Quick. Talk to us about the Tiny Desk experience because we loved watching it. You killed it. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Like I, we first of all didn't get that much practice time, um, mm. which is a running theme I've heard in a lot of people's time that because they come up like randomly, like they they get booked as soon as there's an opening. So, but there's not openings for months. So, I mean now there are because you know COVID. But beforehand, it was really hard to get a booking for a tiny desk or for them to want you. <laughs> so right. randomly, they're like, we have a space in February. They're like, hey, like, yeah. free tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, literally, like 
like Abby, shout out to her. She was like, uh, and she runs, she's the coordinator for the talent. She was like, we really want Chica. Like, can we get Chica? And she, they wanted me for months, but I didn't have the music out. <laughs> my, like, mm-hmm. my first time oh, performing anything from the EP was for Tiny Desk. Wow. And also, we were the last tape Tiny Desk prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all of that energy that like I didn't really get to put into touring and taking it anywhere like I didn't know it at the time but I it, it, it makes sense now like I, I understand why everything felt so intense and good and all that because I think like the universe knew you're not going to get a normal year and this is going to mean a lot so in those moments there was no fear there wasn't any stress there wasn't any anxiety we didn't have practice time but I and I should have been more scared about that but I wasn't all of my, um, like, my band, most of them are in New York. One of them lives in L.A. Uh, and then everyone else is in Chicago. And they bounce between wow. Chicago and L.A. So I'm in L.A. by myself, just like I got the set list. I told them what I wanted to do. Luckily, these are the people who are on my project. So they knew their parts. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we never had done these live in acoustic. And um, wow. I was the first rapper to do a full acoustic set of the of a project like they when they said that they wanted a tiny desk they didn't expect me to come in with live music they thought I would have only tracks and maybe some people like you know but I came in yeah. and did a full live acoustic set with vocalists and all this um and it was oh, just good it was such a pure day like I I think back on it fondly because it was literally a month prior to the world shutting down that we right. filmed it and so and it was a month prior to the EP coming out and it was the one time that I got to actually express this music in a room full of like loving people who are ready to hear my story. Cause that story was like, it's my story of 2019 and like adjusting to fame and like what it looks like and how it's been tough and how I wanted to get off the internet finally. And then literally got my EP world shuts down. Everybody's on TikTok. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the timing was just, I've always been a horribly timed person. I was like, the internet is temporary. Now I crave a home. They said, okay, yeah, you're going to stay home. You're going to stay home. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it, it was, Damn. literally, it was, I did it to myself almost. But like, <laughs> yeah, no, the, the experience was just so beautiful and genuinely looking back on it, like if I were to watch my tiny desk, I remember being there. Like I, it's not like just watching it. And I remember performing those songs and being like, yo, this is our first time you guys like, oh my God, yay, like let's do it. Ah. And so I'm joking and like, my sister randomly happened to be in the same city as me. I did not know about the tiny desk at all. What? I just, I literally texted her or called her on some shit to like flex on her real quick. I was like, guess who's doing a tiny desk today? And she's like, bitch, are you in DC? And I was like, yeah, like I'm in DC. And then there's just silence wow. on the phone. I was like, do you, you want to come? She's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll. And that was crazy. So even having like a random family member like, yeah, show up yes. to a huge moment in my life, like it was crazy. And I had my band's family there. Like I made sure everyone, like my the engineer, Aww. I've made sure he could fly out and be with us because he engineered the project. And it was just such a family moment that now has translated into something that I think has taken my career to a level I didn't expect it to because COVID happened and that's the only thing you could really find of mine because COVID. So I got super lucky. I got really lucky, but the experience itself, I think I got luckiest with because it was magical. Like it just really was a great time. You could feel it. You were in your bag. You were in your bag. 
everyone did their part. Like it was just mm. a perfectly moving machine. Like it was flawless, the sound, every song transitioned into the next one perfectly. Your jokes, they, like they were in, like I can't even take full credit for that. They the band, like the music director, like everyone showed up. Bar, who's like behind everyone showed up and showed out. And yep. we none of us ex- knew or expected what was to come. Like I didn't have any gauge of becoming anything from that moment. I had I had no project out. Like, you know what I'm saying? No music That's out for that so three songs. That's it was so like bugged. three songs, no nominations, no nothing, just like literally all good energy and people who loved music and people who loved like honesty and were on that tiny ass stage. Tiny ass <laughs> stage. It is packed. It is compact and it's hot. It's hot in there. <laughs> but and y'all had leather it, jackets on and shit. Oh, my stylist <laughs> tripped. He tripped. Casey tripped. He went on. I was like, okay, sir, it's freaking <laughs> hot in here. And then, like the, the, the people are right in front of you, mind you. They're right there. Like, like you can't see it on camera, but they're right there. So in your face. You know, but looking back on it, yeah, it was incredible. I just am so, so glad beautiful. that we got to do it. I'm so glad. I'm still hell? tripping off of you saying like these opportunities were coming and you didn't even have music out like that. Yeah. Like when people know a star, they know a star. That's right. You, know? you got That's that, that juice. When you got that shit on you, you just got it. You know what I'm saying? It's undeniable, baby. What was the I mean, first opportunity that that came to you, especially after that video went viral? Did you have uh, that first opportunity where you were like, yo, hold up. Like, this shit's really happening. Like, Nigga, we made it. Yeah, like, um, like get the fuck out of here. I'm really famous. Fuck <laughs> off some wild shit. Uh, <laughs> well, like, opportunity, opportunity, or just, like, when I began to realize, like, this is not stopping anytime soon. Just energetically, like, where it hit you, the moment it really hit you. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't because I, in the beginning, like I was still working at Chipotle. Like going viral doesn't give you money. Like right. it doesn't do much for. There's this weird dichotomy of like being known but being poor. So it's like hello, okay. hello, like, hello, hello, hello. It's me. <laughs> Literally, you know all about that. So like, yeah, I there weren't really that many moments in the very beginning that like affirmed me. Cause I'm from Alabama, mind you, like who cared? Like, I moved to New York for a reason. Um, right. But in my job, people were coming in. Once I started rapping on the internet, people were coming in and like, I remember being pulled to the side by this woman who um, <laughs> randomly just came up to me and was like, I just want you to know, you're not supposed to be in here. I was like, okay, first of all, why are you touching me? <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> elaborate and she was like you're not gonna be in this Chipotle there she was right but like damn <laughs> I was like, like hold <laughs> up how you mean that why you gotta be all <laughs> exactly. weird about like, it bitch like what the fuck what I'm saying. you're not no mystical like what, what the fuck but she was like you're not gonna be in that here kings anymore. will bow before you like who is this stranger you know they put on a wig they put a wig on somebody and like shows like, yeah yeah it's just my mama it was just my mama but no she was like you're you're not gonna be here very long like you're not like these people you have something special and it wasn't wow, come on i don't think that she was like someone who followed me i think she just she sensed an energy, but it was, it was coinciding with the time that like my page was blowing up for like mm-hmm. rapping. And so that was a moment that I felt felt. And then 
over time when when like the Kanye verse happened and like the J. Cole one that happened two days before it. I remember living in New York and like that that pocket of energy, that time specifically. Literally right now, like my homie is like she's visiting from Baltimore and we were living together at the time. That's why we linked up because that would just link up. Um we we <laughs> just so happened to tap in to this very honest and pure energy that I think it fuels creativity. Um and at that time, when I saw the response to the Kanye video, I think that that was the first moment, moment of me being like, oh, like, I did it. Like, it's not, for three years, I was on Instagram. It was like, yeah, you have to be consistent and keep doing this thing. But like the Kanye verse just, it had a life of its own right. that solidified me in a place that's like, if I never do a video again, I know I'll be known for this, but I have to keep going. Right. And I think that's, those are the only things that really stand out because it's all been like, it's happened so fast. There is no adjustment period. Like when in Balenci's where it's like dropping all this change, it's just going to end up in a vacuum. Like that's mm-hmm, what that mm-hmm. means. Like I'm changing so fast, but like all this is, it's going to be held in a time capsule that one day I'll look back on, but I don't okay. really have moments that I get to like in this moment sit and be like, damn, that's crazy. Remember that? <laughs> I remember the first time I felt like I was a rapper. I remember this and that. Like, no, I don't have those moments, unfortunately, but those the ones I just stated, those do stand out to me, and I do remember them clearly. This is the friend zone. Ooh, talk to us about fame too. Like, give Hate us it. the real. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the Rock Nation brunch. No, no, you didn't talk. Jesus. Like, how are you feeling? How does this new reality feel to you? Fame sucks. It's stupid. That's real. <laughs> People don't it's realize not, that. It's not sustainable. It's just not. And it also creates like, I feel like we we definitely like have a class problem in America. That's an understatement. <laughs> like a black person be like, I think that's classism. There's a lot of isms. <laughs> There's a lot of, right. But one. <laughs> inherently, we inherently we create it by making or like by the way that we romanticize the idea of celebrity. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, you, the minute that you're known, you cease to be a regular human yeah. and therefore you're not necessarily afforded the regular human <laughs> treatment of decency and boundaries being respected and privacy and your feelings being validated. You now have a responsibility, but also a lack of understanding because you're a part of this percentage that people tend to treat like the one percent, but like we're not. Like I'm right. a regular person. I'm a regular 24 year old girl who lives in North Hollywood in a two bedroom, two bathroom, and I'd be chilling with my two dogs and making Real. music. Like Real. that's it. But I don't fame. It takes away a lot of like the the way that you would treat a regular 24 year old person. Like, yeah. Even yeah. I and I blew up at 19, so I, I black kids. We don't get to be like kids ever anyway like we're completely mm. adultified since we were born. We right. can imagine the added layer of now fame and then eventually money. It's like, you are just an adult. You are just someone who has a responsibility and I can talk to you any kind of way because I know right. of you, which is an insane concept. Like, because you know of someone right. you can now address them any kind, it's weird. And that person does not know you strange and so i i like being known for my art i like my art being known and that's what i'm i 
want the most. Like that is what I crave the most because I make my shit out of like a place of healing. I want it to be a healing thing, my music. But fame itself, can suck a dick. It can go. She she can go. She can leave. It's not. It's not important. Like it doesn't. It doesn't do anything but marginalize people and give other people who don't need power the power that they shouldn't have simply for being known or having a recognizable face. Like the funny thing is, I hate it you're the type of artist where you're so upfront with that, right? About your um, mm-hmm. detachment from the the appeal of fame and all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the very, the very shit that draws people in towards you and makes people yes. like you. So it's a double-edged sword because you keep keeping it real about that shit, makes you relatable, makes people understand, or at least feel like they can understand you and where you're coming from and they have a it builds a certain trust between you and your audience, whoever is listening to you speak. And so unfortunately- But that's something I think that we all have in common though. And I've noticed that with like, even y'all's like user base and fan base, like it's it's more so there's fame and then there's like family and tribe. Like, and and I know that you guys talk about creating an ecosystem a lot and that's more so what I would like out of, if anything, yeah. if I have to interact with the word, if I have to talk to people, I would hope <laughs> that I can talk to like-minded individuals who are drawn into me yeah. because of my energy and because they sense a like familiarity in my humanness. Come on. Like, a, oh, cool. Like her music's dope and I want to keep up with what she has to say. And I don't fuck that. Like, I don't, you don't have to be here. You don't have to like me. Like, I don't want you to like, I don't want you to agree with everything I have to say. I don't want yes men. I don't want stands. I don't want people who like idolize or idealize me in a way that is not sustainable. Like drawing in a crowd of people who love the real, like that's good because that means that they're not there to chastise me if I fuck up, they're there to correct me and they're there to teach me and learn with me and like have conversations. And I think that is a separate thing from fame. I think that's what we essentially are here to do as humans anyway. And with social media and visibility, when it comes to having a platform, it just is, it's transmuted in a different way. So I don't even consider that like a, a famous thing. I think that's just like bare bones human connection that just happens to be over the internet. You, you just sense it. And I y'all do that. Like, clearly my connection to y'all and the show, like, I we don't be hanging out every day and shit like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like I know y'all. Mm-hmm. And that's, you do. That's what you, <laughs> like, that's what you do. And it's not yeah. just like fame, it's the connections you make. But yeah. fame itself, the concept of fame, just makes no sense. recognizable, widely, like imagine, and I say this all the time, but like, imagine the feeling Beyonce must have of knowing that there is nowhere she could possibly go and not be recognized. Whew. I, I when I got known. to Paris, five minutes after we got off the plane, I was in a fucking lift looking for vintage camera shops and like walking around and like just with no bodyguard, with no manager, nothing like that. Think about the pressure of the whole world knowing what your face looks like and that you are wealthy and that you are someone who can grant them an opportunity or even right. just admiring your work to this like, idealistic like degree that makes it very unhealthy changes everything 
it's you what like what is mental health? what is life like, like, yeah. i remember the documentary yeah i remember that where she wanted to go for a bike ride with her cousin and her sisters and she like got on the bike and then people started crowding and she literally told them y'all go without me i'm gonna just go back home and i just felt the so, sadness of like yo she can't even go for a bike ride with her cousin like yeah. that's that's wild, that's, you know. It's, a, it's an unnatural concept. It's something that, yeah. like, we no one like was. There was no philosopher writing out the concept of fame and like what it would do to the human psyche. There's no one right. breaking it down or creating these like even self-governing systems where we create a good distance, a good boundary <laughs> in order right. to make fame sustainable. There is no. There's that there isn't one. Has never been had. Yeah, no one did that. And so, yeah. like, now we have people who literally, like, walk, can't walk this earth, literally till the day they die, without knowing that, like, people will have no respect for their boundaries and, like, be in their face. And, like, if they say anything, it gets jumped on, whether they're having a good day, a bad day, in between. No one's gonna, like, it's, it's, the concept of it is unhealthy at its very core. And I reject it with everything in me. I think it sucks. I think it's dumb. I think that it creates, again, marginalization because people who without it crave it and do stupid shit to get it and also right. hurt each other and hurt others who have it because they are trying to like yeah. project it. Like it, yeah. it's just, it just creates more problems than it should. <laughs> like it's fame is never, I don't see what fame brings besides yeah, what good, money and you what can have money brings. without being famous yeah. yeah and then when people tell you things like well you knew what you signed up for as if like yeah, you should take the abuse hole. yeah and it's like bro like that's actually not what people signed up for. i mean there are some people oh. who do but for the most part it's people that are just pursuing the love of their craft and it just happens yeah. to be so good that everyone wants in like i didn't ask you know it's like tricky it's, it's, territory. Imagine being like a, a great doctor and like, <laughs> right. and you like either get sick or like, like you don't bomb. have time Sorry. to go home. And mm. like people are like, yo, we have that. And like, like you begin, your boundaries get pushed, you pulled in all these directions. Right. And right. then someone's like, you signed up for this. No, nigga. I signed <laughs> right. up for people. Right. Right on people. Right. I did not sign up for you to cross lines and boundaries and disrespect me as a human. Right. And the way that I see it, like, if we were to take our take all of the things that like mean nothing, all the labels like of famous, not rich, poor, anything, if we were to take those things off and we were just like humans, would you interact with me like this? And if not, this is unnatural. This is right. weird. And that's right. not to say you can't take things into account and like literally move like duh, yes. But the the very basis level of respect indecency that is lacking and i hate to say that because it sounds very like oh well it's me i'm famous and no, i but that's that's real, though. Not, that's right real. but even that like experience. even me yeah having to like i have that joke because i know no one gives a fuck no one's gonna listen to this and be like damn that's hard <laughs> sorry for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's so oh tough. my god that's so tough <laughs> She must have it so no one's gonna do that. <laughs> and I know it and I get it. I understand. Right. It. But yeah, as a Jesus. as a concept, fame is stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> Hate it here. There you have it. When Let's are you talk getting a TV your... show? Man, no, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a bigger question. 
I tell you, I know, what, I you were just so creative, like between your the perspectives you share from like your your school of thoughts on things. I don't know if it needs to be some some new style show, but you you would do funny ass parodies. I would be Dustin would probably do it. We would all probably do this show. like like a nightly show. Basically, Chica Ellen's show. Yeah. Ooh, There's Come tons on. of things. Challenge. Come on, challenge. Alika. Ooh. I'm just saying, you know, you got this personality that, like, you know, I I feel like we being greedy because you already given us such good ass music, and you you know you're talented enough. So it's like, why am I asking for more? But like, you just doing so much to me today that I'm like, damn, girl, like, what can I? You know, I feel turn like on the my TV. I'm here to communicate and if that's making music for a period which clearly it is then yeah and then when it transitions into like film and television which it kind of has but like I was just about to say it already has so don't even try it I'm working on a sheet (laughs) (laughs) but when it like transitions transitions it'll be a sick time and I'm down to do things that are like longer format speaking because I feel like that's what I'm here to do it's like I had a purpose like my job is like I'm a healer and like I'm supposed to kind of be the one sane one in the room sometimes like there's moments where you have to be the one to sit down and be like okay cool I get that this is the unpopular perspective but maybe we shouldn't treat celebrities like cattle no no one agrees (laughs) okay I'm gonna go on but let's stay with me like that's I think my job is to communicate different perspectives and shit um but that's gonna come like with with a maturity one day mm-hmm. and <laughs> with like the the attention span because a girl got ADHD so it'd be tough to settle things down over here <laughs> once they do I think you're kind of <laughs> laying the seeds though for for that um laying those seeds for them to grow into the those kind of future opportunities in speaking yeah. in just connecting to people on a larger level anyway and i think it's actually really smart that you've been kind of doing that with your lyrics and the music that you make even now the levels that you go to we could i'm not even gonna go there but like designer some of the things you say in designer like they really can transform your motherfucking mind if you listen to the that's words i'm saying. glad that's like one of your faves because that's oh your when i tell you i, went, I dug deep for that song. That song is shadow work. <laughs> that song is come literally on, like straight work. up. It was it. I went into it. Yeah. You, I think and you I like how are you in your early 20s? That's what I want to know. You are so uh, like beyond. Like when I was in my early 20s, those were not the conversations <laughs> that I was having. <laughs> like just you are just so this- brilliant. I'm really? having those other ones too. I'm having them conversations as well. <laughs> <laughs> equally chaotic over here. As First of all, why am I just keeping that your name says Chica's tone? <laughs> you see yeah. you play like. No, don't get me started, okay? Yeah, I know. When I'm with you. Don't even, don't even get me started. Come on, you already knew it about it. Don't even get me started. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my bad. But no, just, um, you know, the chaotic shit, the 24-year-old shit is also happening over here. Um, and that's a great time. That is it. Mm-hmm. Don't tell Crystal it should be. that. It's not, it's not Look, happening. you said what? Crystal. We didn't hear, we didn't hear you say anything. Exactly. Yeah. I'm ready to settle down. I um ready to have a few kids and Ooh. be a supportive studsman. Um, even though I'm a STEM. 
And yeah, I am just really, I'm, I'm here all in. Uh, if anyone's looking specifically, <laughs> may be looking for a, a summer flame. That's the word I keep hearing. Summer flame. Summer flame. Summer Happy Pride, y'all. Brain. I don't know. Um, but if there was a person who needed one of those, I mean, present and here and ready. And, um, but apart from that, yeah, 24-year-old shit is taking place. But I still think it's equally important to not spend most of my life not having shit figured out. I want to figure out as much as I can now so I can enjoy the rest of my life. That's yes. really yes. Because we're taught to work hard and then die. And, like, and that's that it. That includes the self-work and the unlearning and the like healing. All of that, most of us don't learn that we need to take care of until it becomes a problem or until it's like later in life. And I never got the opportunity to be like, maybe I'm okay. I've been like something, <laughs> something different since day one. And so it's caused me to want to learn and, and to be not more mature. Cause I don't really think I'm that much more mature. Just no, you are first. Yeah, you are shit. right. No, you 1000%. I'm actually curious, like, cause you are so grounded for your age. And I'm curious, do you have like, what are your practices? You know, what is your go-to when you need some grounding on the days that you just feel very floaty or feel a little out of your element, like you're not in your equilibrium? What are you, what are your go-to? Oh, yeah, I got them. I mean, I'm a, I, as you guys have named it, I am a woo-woo bitch as well. Come on. Um, very much so. Woo-woo energy. I am very, very Hello, 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 hello. That's literally it. That's my go-to. Okay, fine. Anywho. Anywho, um, but no, I, I meditate um, and not as often as most people may think. Like I, it's like when I feel moved to, I'm, I'm very in tune with self. Like I know <laughs> Destin is no time to make a joke. <laughs> I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even gonna say that. I was gonna let you make the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, what they say best I ever had. Y'all got me dead today. I'm in tune with self in more ways than one. <laughs> it was the fingers for me. It was the fingers for me also as well. <laughs> know thyself is rule number one. Point taken. We're homegirls. And so, yeah, no, with, when you when you know yourself like I do, you you know what you need. And I was someone who didn't really get what I needed as a kid. Like I was kind of deprived of a lot of shit. Hello. Um, not not like tangibly but love and like empathy and a lot of that wasn't afforded to me because no one understood me um so I had to become my parent like my own Come on. Like, best friend in a way and so now the way that translates in my practices is like if I feel that shit is like weird and a day is just not a day I don't beat myself up for it I, I don't, I'm not mean to myself because I've learned mm. that the world is mean enough <laughs> and like okay. me and myself are all we got. Like my nigga, I, I get to will one person's mind and it's my own and I'm going to make that person like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. come on, Chica. All, so, all like, six feet, five inches of you. <laughs> you better tell them because really the conversation <laughs> on the internet is getting to a point of disrespect. I've been told my whole life and it's like, I it's erasure. It's a form of erasure. I see those tweets. I'm like, Chica is really pushing this narrative, child. <laughs> Telling these what people. narrative, friend? Like, oh. <laughs> what is we? What is the problem? I My really... favorite is the people that really are like, 
Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 and then, but the best is Chica will post a picture when she clearly <laughs> obviously is like, I'm six five. I don't know what the joke here is because I am <laughs> six five. And if you were to look on my Wikipedia right now, I'm pretty sure it says I'm six five. That's so, the best part. If you change your Wikipedia. <laughs> Like I don't even know. I'm about to Google this because our listeners have to see this. Oh my god! I don't even know. And I think Crystal is really the the agent of evil who began this rumor that I'm short because I don't know. And it's just it's disgusting. It's egregious. It's like it's slanderous. It's wrong. Yeah. Filthy. Yeah. It's It's Republican. It's very. It's giving real Republican. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. It's giving MAGA. Mm -hmm. Big MAGA energy. I love here that the. I love that it's annotated that it's from your Twitter. It's not no real receipt that you six five. Like, I'm screaming. <laughs> no, but why did I go to your, your Wikipedia <laughs> and it says related articles, Lil Pump, Azalea Banks, and Saweetie. I love the range. You hear me? Related artists, in case y'all are looking. <laughs> Look at <this. laughs> I'm not gonna say shit. Oh, <laughs> well, we're my homegirl, so fuck that. But the uh... so you're five seven according to charlatan witch doctors, but upon your own educated Who? measurements, you discovered charlatan witch doctors. You're friend? six five. Charlatan huh. witch doctors. I told you I was five six or five seven. Fuck them, because they're like. But I did my own research, my own studies. I looked into Charlatan it for myself. I was trying to find the knowledge that I wanted. I found it, and now I'm five six. <laughs> and you can kind of tell by my shoulders and my baby hairs because, like, tall people, we really have this distinct look. Hold on, this mm-hmm. distinct mm-hmm. look about us. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Sorry, it's only for the Patreon users. Y'all got to get the Patreon. You got to get on there. I'll be watching it, so y'all might as well. But if you want to see how tall I am, no you might crap. As well ahead, subscribe. Right. No crop. No crop. But I asked you better ask somebody. I don't even know how we got on this subject. I'm just letting you know that like I am that tall and I Trolling. won't hear anything else. So she, she a tall drink of water, ladies and gentlemen. Period. No. Period. Just if you don't want a tall bitch, don't hit me up. Like straight you know, up. If you don't want to talk, if you can't handle talking, don't hit me up. Like, I don't, is that you fly like, above, you like Candy said, you fly above, you walk above. above. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm Big stepper. Like, okay, come on now. We understand really what that is. That's it. Like, yeah, I really have my face me. hurt. Like, like my jaw hurts <laughs> laughing. I can't even move it. <laughs> so it's for the best. I want to ask one last question and then leave the mm-hmm. space open in case the guys have anything for you. But we know that this industry is just cray cray. Like you hear so many stories of trying to get in these rooms, the dynamic of being in these rooms, whether it's producers, executives, other artists. How? Is it, yeah, exactly. How? <laughs> how has the experience felt for you so far? Just of of now meeting idols, working with idols, uh, whether it's producers, people in the background. Just how's the industry feeling now that you're here? 
Is it what you imagined? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> just to answer that, no, it's not. Um, I, the short answer is that I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Not like my purpose in life and not like my career. <laughs> just in terms of like the people around, who's doing what, who has done what, I don't give a fuck. Because I early on learned that like, when you watch your idols fall, like it's it's a different type of like, ah, this life is what you make it. And like perception is everything. And I've seen people that I admire be not great people. So like mm-hmm. the, the cloud and the veil of like, oh my God, when I get there, I'm going to work with this person and that, and it's going to be this and that. You learn that very quickly. You have to learn very quickly that uh, none of that shit is real. A lot mm-hmm. of that shit is not authentic and genuine and then you find the genuine people based on their vibration really and and so I don't really bring everyone around me and I don't care to I don't want to like people always like we we want to feature like labels they're very much so like just (laughs) formulaic they just want you to work with big artists in order to bring in their audiences and streamings it's whatever cool but there's music and there's the music business and I'm here for music I'm not really here to, when it comes time to market shit, that's when the business will come in. When it comes down to like making decisions that are smart for like financial purposes, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. But I'm a musician. I'm not a music business person. First and And foremost. Yeah, that's like, it's not, it's not something I chose in order to make money. I've been singing since I was two. This is clearly something that I'm passionate about and that I've cared about for a very long time. It takes 21 days to make a habit. I've been singing since I was two. It's not, it's not hard math. Not <laughs> All hard right. math. I care about this. It's not even yeah. it's my lifestyle. So I don't, you at I this don't point. Really care about everyone else. <laughs> and that sounds shitty. Um, but it's really, I feel like you don't, you're not supposed to. Like, yeah. I don't know. And every, like every other field, you just kind of get to exist and do well in it without having to think about those who came before you. Unless they like set a precedent that you (laughs) are having to address or follow. But for me, everyone's like, damn, so how do you feel about like Missy? What's that gonna be like? Y'all together. I'm like, I would love to, but also if it doesn't happen, like it's not devastating. (laughs) Yeah, it's just what it is. And I don't I don't really summon people to be in my sessions like that. Like when it's time to make something together, we look like we will. I don't like Chit chatting Friday night. From, 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 I don't. I think that people be having spirits on them. People be having different energies. That's real. No. Get out. Like get out of my space, especially my creative space. No, absolutely not. Because that's when like I'm. What the, about the, in building your team though? I'm curious about that. Like the because that's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing to decide. Like. Who can be around you? Who you're not interested? But building the team to me has been the most challenging part of being a creative. I just fired my management. That's why I made. That Look payment. at that. <laughs> wow. Because like I we first of all, I just think we outgrew each other in general. But like I okay. can't have people around me like running my life who I don't trust with my life. Mm. Plain and simple. If I can't trust you with my actual life, my well-being, why is it that you get to make the decisions or be an admin in making decisions about my life? You don't give a fuck about it. Like you when it comes to like the mental health side of things and like people needing support. And like to be around like-minded spirits and individuals, like 
I care about that. I really care about that. And when you learn that your team doesn't or when that's out of sync, it fucks everything up. Of it course. is so important to have a solid foundation, a sound foundation of people who you do trust and who you know give a fuck about you. And I recently learned that the people around me somewhere along the line stopped. And I said, bet, <laughs> you're gone. Damn. And I don't give a fuck uh, what that looks like and how that feels, but like, you have to get out. You have no, you're no longer serving me. And if anything, you're, you're subtracting from what I am supposed to be doing right now. And so I think when choosing a team, it's very, it has to be like a, a spiritual thing. <laughs> and I, I know it sounds crazy, I'm with but you. like, no, I'm with you. You got to feel it. You have to, there's like plenty of right now I'm technically dating and I'm sure that my team will listen to this, like my attorneys and shit will listen to this and be like, ah, oh, they're like, bitch. oh, <laughs> <laughs> she just talks so much, but like I I'm dating right now, but I mm-hmm. already know who I want to manage me. I've already met that person and I already know that's the person, but I'm being fair. No shade to anyone who I haven't met yet. And I'm still meeting with, don't look me in the eye when we see each other. (laughs) Pretend you didn't hear this podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited to give you a real opportunity and a shot. No, pretend you heard (laughs) it and and put your best foot forward. Okay, I got to make a real impression. And I will be present and listening to all of the pros and cons of working with you. (laughs) But I know who I want to work with. I don't know who I want to work with. And it's because yeah. I felt that energy once I arrived. And I also was able to find certain synchronicity with that person that yes. is unspoken that they couldn't really like, you can't Pretend. script certain shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so I don't know. I feel like I, I keep my circle small for real. <laughs> I low key sounded like my song because I, I feel like I said it in that tone in a song. That's crazy. I, I had deja vu. You heard um, it. That's <laughs> where my cheek is streaming. Anyway, um, <laughs> I keep my circle very small um, purposely and intentionally because it's 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 integral to your well-being, your overall survival and, and thriving in the world is to have a secure base. And when you don't, it's fucked. Everything is fucked. And Absolutely. I'm already like clearly a hot ass mess <laughs> with a lot of it's like a ball of issues it's already chaotic over here is what I'm saying. So I have people who, who really care and are helpful and like are looking yeah. out for me yeah that's why I asked because I know regardless of how far you get how much money what looks what da, 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 but if that home base isn't buzzing in your spirit in a way that mm-hmm. feels good to you it's just gonna make everything else feel just it gets as complicated weird. yeah it gets so weird and i yeah. know when i'm like not like when i'm out of sync when i'm not tapped in not in i flow. feel it immediately mm-hmm. like a physical like I feel you're obnoxious. a pisces dude like come on i'm a pisces sun moon mercury and venus what okay, okay. Wow. feeling jesus i just be feeling just a babbling brook over here. She's like a whole set. <laughs> Thank God. You know what I'm saying? It's like a complete set. She stay, what's, that's a water sign? What that's like the holiday doing? gift Jeez. set of the signs. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus. you get the, it is. the perfume it is. and the body cream. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah. do you guys have any questions? And the body spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that. As you, okay, so, you know, rounding out you and your team, right? Let's let's say mm-hmm. you get your, your dream management, you know, who you holding out for, or, you know, whoever does good at the interview. <clears throat> uh, let's say you get your team Fine, together, you. you in sync, you in complete harmony. 
give me one or two milestones. Um, and it don't have to be uh, anything super specific if you don't want to put that out there, but just like maybe mm. some energetic even milestones that you would like to hit. Like, you know, you get some, your synergy together and it's like, you know, I got a team good enough to where we feel like family or, you know, we feel like we can, you know, really take this shit home and do this show or, you know, just something that would really make the Voltron come together. Come on. I, I like have been a fan and also like <laughs> hobbyist in film and like photography for a long time. And I've always wanted to like shoot my own visuals and like do mm. a lot of things revolving around that. I, my camera collection is, it's a disgusting display of wealth, but like, it's what I, <laughs> I on. It is, it's literally the thing that like, I, I like the most because I feel like there's another layer of storytelling when it comes to visuals. And so the team that I'm trying to create, the team that I want is one that like, they don't have to completely think like me, but I want us to be within the same vein of thought and creativity and also just execution, which is why I like work with a lot of Virgos because y'all get shit done. But like, oh, yeah, <laughs> period. They get shit done. And we're sister signs. But like, yeah, yeah the team that I want to create is one that will will foster like some crystal. Sorry, Will Foster. It just came out. I just came to saw it. That was so genuine. It was like it just came to mind. Um, so we manifested shit, right? Anyway, so I it's like I want the the same energy that I create with to be who I bring in. We're gonna ignore that. Um, we're gonna move right on. We're gonna we're gonna speed it. Yeah, we're gonna get right. I don't have anything to say about it, homies. Yep. What happened? <laughs> okay, so my um, last question, my last question, right? Mm -hmm. Remember a couple years ago when everybody on the internet, and this is a serious question, so I need everybody okay. to sit up straight. Now, like, okay. uh, remember go. a couple years ago on the internet when that dress was going around and couldn't nobody couldn't nobody tell like what color the dress was? Was it black blue and blue black, or gold white and white? Gold. Right. So, w what color was the dress? And can I be in one of them visuals that you and your fantastic team gonna put together? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Those are your questions. Go ahead. So take your time. Start with the second one because it feels like it was shoehorned in there. Just saying. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I want to bring it to mean. the forefront. She's tucked in the back, and I Thank want you. she's dark skinned and I want the flash to hit her. So I'm gonna bring it <laughs> yeah, to yeah, Um yeah. You can mm -hmm. I would like you to produce one of them if you'd like. I'm I'm just saying. If you want to get your feet wet, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. saying. <laughs> Whatever you're ready. Know. Let's create it. Let's do you. this. Thank you. You can be in it. You can create it. We can work together. Look, whatever you want, I'm done. And secondly, thank you. The dress, the dress is white and gold. Thank you. Oh my God. What the fuck was everybody seeing? The dress was white and gold. And that just, that's why you my dog right there. I'm telling you, the dress was white and gold. Thank you. It wasn't you. blue and black. Like, I don't, I get The it. fuck was they looking at? Lighting is a thing. Ooh, we're learning things in like 2011. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Please. But the dress is clearly white and gold. The dress is white, white and gold. And these motherfuckers need to eat, put more carrots in their diet so they can get that vision taken care of. Because you know, <laughs> carrots all that. See. Thank you. That's all I wanted to do was let the record. Are we reflect. always on the same page? Thank you. That's it. Thank you. We be here. I'm here for this we'll episode here. ending chaotically. I mean, I feel yes. like that's just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I don't know if y'all expected anything different, but just chaos. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much. Never forget that Chica team. is Grammy nominated, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep that respect on the name, the energy there. N65? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, y'all ain't gonna clap for six five. Damn. Like, y'all be whispering. I'm I mean, like, I mean, I have a picture with her. I'm not six I, five. Like, she was not six five. So, <laughs> so you're saying that what I'm saying is false. Must be Charlotte over here. I don't know. Oh, well, look, you know, look, Chica, Chica, you know, I drive the getaway car. Chica, I Let's honor. Go. She said she want no guess me. How you feel? She said she want no guess me. I honor it. I honor it. All right, friend. That's we so it. It's very much so. I apologize if I hurt your feelings, but it's giving you that energy. Um, it's giving fake, inauthentic validation, but validation nonetheless. And I accept it. Thank you. Um, because I know Ooh. my height, and I don't, I don't care what. And that's means. all that matters. If it's up, then it's up. Yeah, on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Chica, the epitome Please. of staying black and protecting your magic. We I just love, love you so much. Where they can find you? Where are you at? Where is your music? Where's your social? In these streets. As of today, <laughs> LA is open, so you can find me in these streets. Probably Come in your on. sheets. Not this Ooh. month though, because it's June. So, <laughs> I'm. You know, just, just trying to be real queer right now. Just throwing that out there for the fifth time. And um, I vouch, I vouch for Chica to Crystal. I vouch for that. Got my no, also, you got kicked out the house. Like you got banned from the house. I don't know oh, so maybe it's not too credible, but it's there for the taking. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, and I appreciate it. <laughs> you know. I'm here for the, it. The crutch so, might not so. have the underarm part, but you can hold on to that motherfucker if you need to. You know what I'm saying? You better stop. I'm like, fucking metaphor. You can find me besides in the streets like the bird I am. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is Chicology, C-H-I-K-A, L-O-G-Y. I had to think about it for a second. And on Twitter, it's at Oronica. That is how you pronounce it. It's I my fucked last it time. up. I've been calling you Oronica. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah, my last name is Oronica. Oronica. Oh, oh got it. Um, and it's O R A N I C U H H. That is that at name. They're only different because I never wanted to change my Instagram name, but I was forced to by my label, and so I kept it on Twitter because I'm African. We're prideful. Let me keep my last name as my at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I chose my middle name Chica as my rap name. You think I was gonna change my my at name on Twitter? Fuck y'all. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> My name is Chica, C-H-I-K-A. You can find me on everything. I'm around and I'm probably talking shit. So if you follow me, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, <laughs> and we love it. Turn off my retweets and probably mute me for like a week. But after <laughs> that, you're going to have a good time with me. But we That's love it. you. Thank you so much for pulling up on us. This was such a fun and amazing episode, just like we knew it would be. I'm yeah. so hyped that you were down. Please of come course. back. Please come back. Please. That's yes. not even a question. I'm, I feel like I'm already a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? I'm going to check up on you in a year. Because you know how a year, what a difference a year makes. And we are very excited to see where you will be in a year from today. So thank you for being with us today. As yeah, always, yeah. Of course. I'm gonna be those of you, right? Those of you listening, we love you so much. We hope you had as much fun as we did in this episode. And we will check you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.
So many non-dairy flavors, so little time. Ben & Jerry's has five new non-dairy frozen desserts that are made with your favorite dairy alternatives. Tonight Dough, Americone Dream, Caramel Sutra, Fish Food, or Colin Kaepernick's Change the World. Lead the pack as the five new non-dairy flavors that the Ben & Jerry's flavor gurus have whipped up for us. Whipped us for us. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Ben and Jerry's new non-dairy options as well as the whole non-dairy family at benjerry.com.